Hello and welcome to episode 41 of Fergo and the Freak. I'm that bloke from Rugby League Project, Andrew Ferguson. You can find me on Twitter at AndrewRLP. And joining me is the esteemed League Freak, who you can find on Twitter at League Freak. How are you today, sir? I'm great. I'm really, really good. I just got a new job and we're going to talk about it today. It's going to be fantastic. You have got a new job. Um, how long you'll stay in it for, we're not too sure, but today we're going to hear all about your manifest. Because <laughs> um, uh, League Freak's just been appointed the new... Um, I'll start with boss of Rugby yeah. League in Australia, but you will tell me now what your actual official title is. Well, as I said before, I don't know whether I should be called the the great leader or Caesar. Um, I was thinking about what Genghis Khan called himself, but he called himself the flail of God. I feel like that would be a little bit, you know, over the top these days. So I'm just going to go for now with CEO. We'll get, we'll run with that for now, just so that we don't confuse people. I think. Okay. I was going to say, Genghis Khan might have also been just well-known as Daddy. Daddy, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, so uh, let's get into this. Let's have a look at... Uh, right, you've, you've got a lot on your plate. I, so, got, I, I wrote down this list in the space of about 30 seconds. Because yeah. um, so, as, 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 as we said at the start there, we're not too sure how well-received you'll be in this role, so you've got to work fast. <laughs> yeah, and the important thing is that I... I think that you've got to be a dictator in this role. I really do. I don't think it's – you can't be like, you know, the politician type. You can't be asking for advice. I would run things my way, and anybody that didn't like that, I'd sack them or I'd find them um, or I wouldn't talk to them. And so basically that's the way I would run things and we'd see how we go. But you listen to my list, right, and I'll talk through it and you tell me if rugby league wouldn't be in a better position – than it is today if I was running it, all right? All right. Okay, so the first first thing, the very first thing I do, Perth gets an expansion club straight away. Just like it, it can, it comes into existence tomorrow, but they kick off not next season, but the season after. So it gives them time to recruit, gives them time to, you know, get everything they need in place. Um, that would be the very first thing that I did. We'd have a Perth expansion club. I'd let them work out the name and all that sort of stuff. I'd even give them 15 million bucks for the first five years of their existence um, in terms of the NRL grant just to get on their feet. So that's the very first thing I'd do. Um, how does that sound? The person in 2021. Yep, excellent. Okay. So I'll, I'll then ask just before anyone else jumps in. Mm-hmm. Not that anyone will because it's just you and me. Yep. Um You'll then have an odd number of teams. I will, but sorry, but but yeah, Brisbane second team, they start same year, even competition again. How about where, that? Where will they be based? They like will be south. based, yeah, southwest of Brisbane. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna give three months for any uh, Queensland rugby league clubs that want to apply for that license time to apply for it. It's quick. I know that. But I'm trying to get rid of the ones that need to scramble to put together things. I want the ones that can turn up in my office and say, listen, it's us, you know. Now, I'm not going to pick a club. I'm not going to say, oh, I think it'll be this team or that team. It might be a private consortium. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, second Brisbane team, they'll both come in at the same time. Um, and I'll give them $15 bucks as well because they can Fair enough. Yeah. All right, so we've got an 18-team competition in 2021. We sure do. Now, the next thing I do is just to put the cat amongst the pigeons, right? As you do. Yeah. I'm going into the private schools. We're going into the private schools. I'm having meetings with the people that run these places because I'm getting rugby league into the private schools. And you know how I'm doing it? I'm doing it through women's rugby league. They should not be able to stop the young girls from playing rugby league because that is sexist. So I'm taking women's rugby league into the private schools, therefore opening the door for all rugby league to be played in private schools. How about that? I like it. Yeah, it needs to be done. I'm, I'm doing it 
and it should have been done years ago. I'm making it one of my goals. And it's not going to change too much, but I'm kicking down that last door. I'm kicking it in. And, you know, the one thing that these these sorts of people like more than to be able to feel like they're exclusive is to feel like that they're part of something big and special and that they're getting all of this media attention for doing great stuff. And so there'd be lots of photo opportunities and things like that. And then rugby league would be in these private schools. It'd be fantastic. Um, I'd be interested to see your uh, your negotiation tactics in that area. Well, <laughs> basically, the way that I would look at it is I would say, what would Jesus want? You know, we're, we're, all, we're all under the same God, was, and that was... God is money. And, okay. you know, maybe <laughs> they need some new facilities. I don't know. Maybe was... they want to become a hotbed for rugby league talent and have the best players coming to their schools. I'm just saying. It's just a guess. Well, was Jesus if the NRL offered scholarships to their schools, hey? Well, that's true. I was going to say, was Jesus a league man? Of course he was. He was a man of the people. Man of the people? Je- Jesus was a leaguey for sure. <laughs> At least I, I often wonder what position he played on the field. I know a lot of people would automatically think halfback, but... That's a good uh, question. I'd, I'd have him down as, as a uh, Kalen Ponga type fullback. There. Just Who directing just, the men in front of him. And it would, yeah, the 12 in front of him. <gasps> <laughs> wow, you nailed it. He'd be really good in wet weather too. Um, so my next thing is the NRL CEO. I'm taking over the New Zealand Rugby League. I'm taking it all over. I'm running it. We're, we're, we're absorbing it within us. They will be in a similar position to, say, the New South Wales Rugby League, you'll have a little office still. Yeah, you'll have your titles and stuff like that, but we're running shit now. And I would actually be in a position to fund Rugby League in New Zealand and and do some things that the New Zealand Rugby League should have been doing for, I don't know, 100 and something years. We would do that. We would fund it. We would make sure that they still had a certain amount of autonomy but we'd always be looking over their shoulder and we'd be funding everything and running it. So it's not a complete takeover, but as long as everyone in the New Zealand Rugby League just shuts up and lets us get on with our job, I'll be happy with that. Yeah, they do as they're told. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm their boss, but... I At the same time am, you are. Yeah, I am the one that pays their salaries from now on and decides who gets the jobs. That's all I'm saying. And if, so, they're, doing, and if they're doing things the right way, which is... Uh, obviously, your way. Yeah, it, it's my way or the highway. Yeah. Um, so that that's how that's going to work. But I'm not their boss. No, no, um, no, no. Yeah. So anyway, so rule change, seven oh, tackle gotta... rule, gone. Yeah. Abs- just gone tomorrow. There's no seven tackle rule. You want to kick that ball over the dead ball line as hard as you can. Do it by all means, because the team that gets the ball. From that, they get no advantages. We allow six tackles in this game, and that's how it's going to be until the day I die, which, you know, they, people can wait eight months or so. That'll be good. Um, so what do you reckon about that rule change, by the way? Yeah, to me, I think that was a... It's, a, it's an obvious rule change that needs to be made. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very happy with that one. Um, I was, I was going to mm-hmm. throw in a different one as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, you're going to be my advisor, you know that. I'm going to be your advisor? Yeah, yeah, highly paid too. I mean, we're on, nice. we're on the big bucks here. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I've used this one before, and that was take – well, I'll, I'll change it, okay. You take the penalty tap whenever you want, wherever you want, as long as it's on the line. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. We'll it doesn't matter too. if you're, and I also say, okay, it doesn't matter if your teammates are offside, mm-hmm. but you cannot include them until they're back onside. See, I, I need the players to be onside. I need some sort of, I need their, but, I, was, I was actually thinking about this last night. Um, I need them to be onside. Yeah, yeah that's, 
what I'm saying is they can be offside. They cannot interfere in the play. They cannot be involved in any play. So you are actually requiring them to get onside if you want to have any advantage out of it. Otherwise, you're playing with less men than the defense has. Mm-hmm. So players aren't going to stand up the other end of the field and just hope for something glorious to happen. They're going to get their asses back onside if they're going to be a chance of you know, getting any value out of that quick tap that they can take. This is where I invoke my hands-in-the-air rule. <laughs> The hands in the air, you're out of the play. It's a sign, you're out of the play, I can't get the ball. You're hands invisible? In the air. Yep, you become yep. invisible. You uh, don't exist when your hands are in the air. And so uh, if someone if someone then tries to interact with a with an invisible player with hands in the air, yep. could we then invoke a 20-minute sin bin for that player for being absolutely stupid for running in or interfering with someone who's actually invisible? How yeah, dumb so, could so- you be? So say an attacking player throws the ball to the invisible man and it hits him in the chest and his hand's in the air. Yeah. That's just ten. stupid. Yeah, 10. You go for I, 10. I was going to say 20 because it's just dumb. You shouldn't, be, you shouldn't be allowing dumb play on footy, on the footy uh, ground. Yeah, but then what would we, how would we allow teams like Parramatta to play every week, you know? you got to realise. I think you're starting to get to what I'm pointing at towards here. Yeah, I see what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> this is just part of your. This is part of your whole plan against Parramatta, which is but, this whole podcast, basically. There, there may be an agenda. <laughs> there may be an agenda. I won't forget their bid to try and take over Balmain in the late nineties. Mm, yeah, but this this would just re- render them pretty much with a more more wooden spoons than I suppose they uh they already have. Then we well, suppose then what's actually in existence. We'll have to try and change it to I don't know dirt spoons or something because it's dirt's a lot easier that. to get. We can do that on the boss. What we'll do is we'll we will get a, a dirt spoon made up and they can com- I'm sure they can compact one together and then spray it with some sort of I don't know plastic shit that'll keep it all together and case and, it uh, together in plastic. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That'll so, work yeah. that way. We're saving the environment too because they're not chopping down trees anymore for Parramatta's benefit. Oh, I didn't even think about the environment. I think I need something in here to uh, well, we raise just it. <laughs> the carbon monoxide levels that rugby league produces because I want to leave behind but you the have, greatest you carbon footprint in history. <laughs> you, you've brought in a Perth team, so that's going to help. Yeah, that will help. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, oh. And, yeah. All right, what, what's next on the, uh, the league freak agenda? Okay, three rep rounds. We're doing three rep rounds, exactly like it was last weekend. We're having uh, test matches. We're having not three women's origin games because it, it, apparently the uh, female players take a little longer to back up from games, which is f- fine. That's fair enough. So we might have to, you know, play with that bit a little bit. But, uh, you know, test matches leading into Sunday night state of origin. And my Sunday night state of origin is kicking off at 7.30 on the dot every single Sunday. I'm not changing that for Channel 9. If they don't like it, I will go to Channel 7. Sounds good. Yep. Um, can I make a suggestion to add to that sort of schedule? Of course you can. Okay. End of year kangaroo tours, every one every four years like we used to have. Yeah. Yeah, I'm up for that. Once every... Well, I'm, I'm pushing for the 3U World Cup, but then all of a sudden I've got to deal with other nations and stuff like that. I feel like I'm probably not the best negotiator in terms of certain nations, um, <laughs> most of them called England. Um, but I guess I am running rugby league in Australia. So three U World Cups, we're doing well, that from now and on. To be honest, you've already um, you've already you know taken over New Zealand rugby league. Yeah, so they get my vote if they know it's good for them. That's right. Um, so yeah, we b- between myself and the New Zealand rugby league. Um, and, you know, all of a sudden, all of the Tonga and Samoa and Fiji and PNG and the Cook Islands and all these nations, they're playing regular test matches during the year, thanks to me. So I know which way they're going to vote. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that I'll have definitely enough political clout to um, to do whatever I want. So we're having World Cups every three years. So okay. that'll be good. So, yeah, and then we'll bring in – we can bring in the – like, if you go back to the international podcast that we did, it was the very first podcast we did. You can hear um, what I would do to international football because there's a, there's a, I'd put it on a three year schedule and, and that's all covered in that podcast. So go back and listen to podcast number one. 
Sounds good. And in years where, because it will happen, where there's a kangaroo tour scheduled to be in the same year as the World Cup, we'll, we'll just have the World Cup and the kangaroo can be no, the year after, I guess. Yeah. Or brushed or have it the year after. Yeah. Um, and every... You know, in the second year between each kangaroo tour, you can have Great Britain do a tour of the world. Well, because they started rugby league, so they can help promote it around the world as much as Australia does. Wait a minute, Great Britain is able to play outside of Great Britain. Yes, are you sure? That's that's what I suggest. We should have wow. a the the two prominent teams in the one in the northern hemisphere and one in the southern hemisphere pushing the game everywhere. The last time Great Britain did a tour of anywhere else, it's like the 92, I think it was, something like that. Yeah, they that. had a 92 tour that came to Australia. I'm pretty sure it was yeah. the last time they did a full Australian mm-hmm. tour. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. saying. Just saying. Okay, next thing on my agenda. All right. This is a pretty good one. Fiji, straight to the Canterbury Cup. They get a Fijian Canterbury Cup team. Now, Tonga and Samoa, they also get teams but they can choose if they want to be in the Canterbury Cup or the Queensland Cup. So all of these nations now have direct access to the rugby league pyramid that we have built. Um, They're going to be able to... And and these teams, they're not based in Australia. They're based in these nations. Um, And part of the funding agreement for the travel will be mixed in with funding agreement for the National Rugby League as well. So we're bringing them straight into either the New South Wales Cup or the Queensland Cup, depending on which ones they want to be in. Fiji is aiming for the Canterbury Cup, and they're going to be coming in soon enough. But uh, Tonga and Samoa, they can pick where they want to be, and I will back them 100%. Will there be an outlook into possible future NRL expansion for those areas. 100%. That's what I'm aiming for. I want to see, I want to give them the the slow build up though. I want them to be able to build up slowly and get all the sponsorship and, and just get seasoned before that does happen. Like it very much. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow. Would you then have to change the NRL to just like GRL global rugby league? I would be looking at uh, look. I would probably um, URL would, Universal Rugby League. Yeah, that's good yeah. for SEO. That's a great <laughs> <league>. yeah. <laughs> I, you know what I would probably do? I would I would um, copyright a lot of different names, which I'm not even going to say on here, so that Rugby Union can try and think of whatever they are themselves. But needless to say, those names would be Universal across the world and there would be no doubt about which was the biggest and best rugby competition on planet earth so i would do that yes brilliant okay next move the roosters are going to adelaide i don't care what nick says roosters adelaide full time holus bolus all done perhaps if you could set up a Car dealership in Adelaide. Mm. Mm. A Ford you'd dealership. Find that you'd probably find there'd be next to no kickback from, from Nick. That would be good, yeah. Yep, they're going to Adelaide, and that's it. That's, 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 I'm not even negotiating that. Nick, they're going, and you're going with them. Um, I've I got a have, question, though. Yeah, go on. Who would take over the junior catchment area? <laughs> oh, right. shit. Uh, well that the best thing about this move is that then south sydney can move into the new stadium that's going to be where the sfs was and it's their home and they just get it all they i'm giving everything to south sydney and uh the roosters adelaide bound what do you reckon about that one so will they still be the sydney roosters in adelaide or just going to call them roosters like the warriors are called warriors or it's a good question that's up to them they can do it's whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. Would would South Sydney then have to change their name to Sydney? Ooh. Sydney Rabbitohs. Ooh, man. Wouldn't I that wonder... go down well in the rivalry? Add that to the Book of Feuds. Yeah, that would be huge. I wonder, because, man, South Sydney is an iconic name. I wonder if they'd be up for changing that. I don't think they would, hey? Hmm. Man, I don't know. I'd talk to Rusty about it. Maybe. 
Maybe bring back Balmain and they could take over that entire region. You're fired. <laughs> Get out of my office. Security. Security. <laughs> I knew you'd bring that up. What what if? Okay. Uh, let me let me try and work something out here, okay? I mean, you've got the Tigers, see? That's the problem. The Tigers' name is gone. I can't even bring back the Tigers for you. Well, you could if you tried. Well, well, yeah, I guess I could do anything I wanted to. Mm, I don't know. See, I've I've got some some stuff here with the Tigers. I'm, I've got coming up. So I've got an idea. Okay, which which would I could make it. This is almost negotiation there between you and me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> right. Fold fold the West West Tigers, and bring Balmain back. And that entire the entire Macarthur region can then be part of the Penrith catchment area. Yeah, and Balmain can take the uh, that whole North Sydney Balmain region all the way across to where the East are currently located. Okay, so so I've moved the Roosters right. Yeah. For rationalisation. Yeah. Then you've got me, basically moving the West Tigers back to Leichhardt Oval and calling themselves Balmain. No, 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 they won't be based at Leichhardt Oval. I'll be using that new stadium. They'll just what? be called Balmain again. Their jungle at Parramatta? Yeah, our pot plant. Okay. Oh, yeah. man. They won't oh, be man. playing at Bankwest anymore. They won't be playing at the, the, the jungle anymore. They'll be playing at the new stadium. See, this runs into the next thing that I would do, so we might as well bring that up. I'm moving the West Tigers to Campbelltown full-time. <laughs> <laughs> so, Common sense. Okay, if, I, if I'm serious. That yeah. should have been that should have been done about fifteen years ago. Yeah, and look, they could be it could be Campbelltown or Liverpool, whatever, wherever they want to, you know, base themselves. I prefer Campbelltown because I think that it's going to be a growing area of Sydney, especially with the airport down that way. Um, and it kind of runs into my next thing as well. I'm getting new stadiums for the West Tigers in Campbelltown and the Penrith Panthers in Penrith. Okay, so how many new stadiums are the West Tigers getting? Is that seven or eight? Well, this will be yeah. That's a good question, but they're playing out of this one full time. It, it's going to be in, yeah one one one. They, I know they nah, they can't handle that. Mate. It needs to be I, about well, six. I know that's the thing. One no, at Liverpool, there's... one at say um, Camden, mm. one at Campbelltown, one at Lamia, just across the road. Because you know sometimes Campbelltown might be used. Look, as in my in my new role as NRL CEO, I understand there's going to be have to be some compromise. Okay, as long as all the compromise goes in the direction I want it to go in, that's the main <laughs> thing. Um, that's fair enough. Yeah, so I don't know if it'll be at exactly where the current stadium is. It might be I don't know, just somewhere down there, um, somewhere that's easy to get to, enough land they can build it. It's not hard to get through with traffic and everything like that. It You're not going to put be... a yes, are you? <laughs> nah, nah. Nothing... <laughs> I, I don't even want yes to be a yes, to be honest with you. <laughs> but uh, it, uh, I'm going to say to the to the uh, West's Tigers, I'm going to say, you point on the map where you want this shit and I will make sure it happens because I'll grease the wheels up in Parliament. Me and Gladys will uh, we'll pop some of that champagne and stuff and we'll start handing out some you know, tickets and things like that. And uh, I'll be good at greasing the wheels like that. So, yeah, Tigers get their stadium down in, in Campbelltown and the Panthers obviously get a brand-new stadium and they're basically just going to be clones of what Parramatta has with a little bit of different stuff on the outside. So, yeah, that's that's my next thing that I do. What do you reckon about that? I like it. Yeah? Yeah, in all seriousness, I like that. That's a good idea. That's, that's something that should have been done ages ago. I agree. I agree. Now... Something that runs into that, I'm sitting down with David Gallup and I'm saying, listen, Dave, how's it going? I'm doing better at your job than you did, right? <laughs> but let's let's not focus on that. And you've only been in here for five minutes. Oh, but yeah, I'm just warming the chair up at the moment. Um, it makes you a 15-year head start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I might not be a lawyer, but I do watch a lot of Law & Order, so I'm up to speed with everything and how it works. Um, I'm saying, Dave... You need rectangular stadiums. I need rectangular stadiums. Let's mesh this stuff together. Let's work together. We don't even play in basically the same season. You play in summer. 
we play in winter. There's a little bit of crossover, but I don't think either of our fan bases are affected by each other. Let's work together and get as many top-notch facilities built as possible. So I'm thinking we go to Perth, we upgrade Perth Stadium for the Perth Rugby League team and the Perth Soccer team. Do the same thing in Adelaide. Uh, then, we're, then we're going up to Darwin, and we're putting a plan to the Darwin government. They've got no money, but, you know, that's never stopped the government before. And we're having an indoor rectangular stadium. We need one built up there. Um and yeah, so that's that's my plan. I'm working with soccer hand in hand for facilities everywhere. Wouldn't, and even in the lower grades. Wouldn't they be leaning on us to do most of the heavy lifting financially there? So well, would it be possible to go to FIFA instead of David Gallup and just say we expect these teams are gonna cost probably let, let's say $500 million, even though they won't, so that any money that's left over after FIFA's pass, we can just put it in our coffers. Look, I could fly the NRL's <laughs> new private jet into Monaco, uh, stay on behalf of the NRL there for a month or so, and then head to wherever FIFA is based. I'm guessing it's in France somewhere, and obviously in one of the slummy parts of France because, you know, it's not like FIFA would have it in a really expensive part of France. Um but I don't want to deal with their corrupt administrators that just soak money out of the game for their own means. So I don't think I'd deal with them. I think I'd just go straight to Dave. And, well, I was uh, thinking of, of playing playing them at their own game. Mm. But because they've got so much more money, mm. it'd be a drop in the ocean for them. I mean, just say, so you know what? If you give us these 10 stadiums mm-hmm. and $5 billion to build them, mm-hmm. you can have a World Cup here. Yeah, but they don't want to have a World Cup here. They're not given money for World Cups. They're taking money for World Cups. Do you say we're going to have a World Cup bid well, with Indonesia? This which... is the thing, though. We could we could actually, you know, because we're overcharging them for the stadiums, mm-hmm. we could then use the money that we've overcharged them to give them back to them for the bid. So we've actually spent nothing. We've just given them some of their money back. Isn't that what they do anyway? <laughs> That's right. See, I don't I, know I... why they won't employ me. I'm using all their tactics. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I I would start local first, and we'll see where we go from there. I think that you wouldn't even have to go that far. I think that locally, if you had the head of the NRL and the head of soccer coming in and, and saying, listen, we're working together, we're pals, we're buddies, we'll give you a year-round usage of these facilities, we'll uh, work together with you, you'll get all the free tickets, You and we know that you pricks like um, all of the governments around Australia would bow in front of us and and understand that if they don't do what we say, we'll go on a massive campaign to try and get them kicked out of office. Would you link up and get us Rugby Union to do the same thing? Well, here's the thing, Andrew. I've got some plans. We'll get to them, all right? We'll get to them. Okay. So the next thing I do, I restructure Women's Rugby League. I I let them have their own teams with their own team names. I make the club seen a bit bigger I, I expand it to eight teams i've got a couple of them in new zealand the rest of them are in australia uh we got a team in melbourne we got uh, how many teams we're going to have four teams in sydney i've decided mm-hmm. we got a team in brisbane what do you reckon about that that's good yeah and that's yeah. just the start i mean eventually i want a national women's competition but that's where we're starting at right now. They they get their own team names. I'm going to fund it all. It's it, you know I'm just going to fund it. Anyone that doesn't like it, I don't care. I'm funding it all, and I'm going to have a women's WNRL CEO. It's all going to be female officials. If a female everything, it's all women. They they want they want the sport. They get to run it. So. Have you got any people who you'd probably put forward to to be the women's NRL CEO? No, because I've got I got I got two candidates. Oh, really? Go for it. Um, there's uh, Nadine Chilvers. Yes, and uh, Arabella Zacchetto. Are you suggesting jobs for the girls? No, no, but okay. Yeah, all right. Yes. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Nadine and Arabella, they're now running the Women's Rugby League in Australia. I like that. Got to get one of my followers in there, Anna. She's got to do some some running of it as well. 
Yeah. Uh, she might be the CEO. Um, so, yeah. She can I, do I, accounts. You need, even, you need something to do accounts. Exactly. You're going to be making tons of money. Basically, I make women's rugby league, women's rugby league. I give them the money. They go. They run it. It's theirs. They don't have to even answer to me. That's how good of a person I am. Well, they wouldn't need to. I mean, if, if it's Nadine or Arabella, they're not going to be needing any direction from us or you. Chances are they're my boss soon enough. That's right. Okay. Now, Rugby Union's not doing good in Australia. I don't know if you haven't noticed this. It's doing pretty poorly. Mm-hmm. What Some are your uh, plans here? A merger? I'm just going to call up Ray Lane. I'm going to say, listen, Ray Lane, I, I know you probably, you know, only got five minutes to talk to me because you're in a room with a bunch of lawyers right now having to deal with other stuff. But what do you reckon we start working on some sort of plan where maybe I fold your entire organisation into mine and I come up with some idea where the National Rugby League funds all of rugby competitions across Australia. I still allow the ARU to have some sort of independence, but I'm the boss and I run everything and I fund everything. You're allowed to still have the Wallabies. I'm not going to start degrading anything you've got going right now. I'm just saying we could fund everything you want to do right now. And if we do it as one organisation my organisation, wouldn't we all be better off for that? What do you think about this, Andrew? I'm loving where this is going. I'm just saying, I think that Rugby Union needs a bit of a hand, and I'm willing to give them that hand and run it and be the boss and control everything and have all of Rugby Union in Australia under my foot. What I do you reckon the, about uh, would this would this mean that um, rugby union would then be a feeder competition to rugby league? No, I wouldn't do that. Come on now, Just, come on. It's it does have a place in Australian sport. Just behind Corf Hall. As as an interviewer, it's my responsibility yes. to ask these questions. Okay, that was all. Okay. Yeah, no, it would there be turn... any plan to downsize rugby union in the future? No, I would just let it go on its current, you know, its current pathway. Just saying. Just keep doing what they're doing. Seems to be working. If if a rugby union team, say like the uh Waratahs, started to yes. struggle, would you then have some elite rugby league players go along and help them out to make them successful and financially viable? No. Okay. Uh, in fact, in the name the Waratahs, let's just call them the New South Wales Rugby Union team from now on. Uh, they don't need names. You could call them the Blues. No, 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 no. I would hate to have to sue them. <laughs> like their jerseys. Well, the Greens, like then. Call them Greens. <laughs> well, well, New South Wales Greens. That's fair enough. I mean, it would be different. Be a little bit different, but yeah, I would I would take over rugby union in Australia with their permission, of course, because if they didn't want to do it, I'd have to destroy them financially. So you know, so I was thinking to say that was close to what Queensland had done. Instead of calling themselves Maroons, they call themselves the Reds. Maybe you could call them New South Wales the Cobalts. <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah, um, yeah I, I like that idea. It's near enough, but not not quite close enough. Yeah, pretty much. Really? Um, but but I would fund them, and they could either take my offer or prepare for all-out war. And I'm, in that sense, it would be I'm, like, I wonder if the, you know, Galloping Greens would like to have a team in the New South Wales Cup. I just wonder. I just wonder, with full funding, of course, from the National Rugby League, it put them in a much better position, I would suggest. Would you also be scope to do a similar sort of deal with the A-League? Take over the A-League? Yeah. 
Look, it's been tried and, and failed before where you had A-League clubs partly run by NRL clubs. Yeah, but they, these were run by people who weren't you. Yeah, and I am spectacular. Um, oh, look, I would let the A-League do their own thing for now. We're sharing facilities and, you know, we've got a friendly structure between us. We don't really affect each other's supporter bases, if anything. I think that people that like rugby league and like soccer don't really feel the need to choose one or the other. So, um, so yeah, it's it's going to be a, a healthy, happy relationship from now on between soccer and rugby. In fact, it's going to be more than healthy. We're going to be like bros, you know. We're going like, to take like, on everyone like the, together. Uh, it would be a relationship kind of like Virgo and the Freak in the starting block. Pretty much, yeah. Like, differences, but so, so friendly and such a loving that it's hard to see where one ends and the other one begins. Yeah, differences where you you look at each other and go, that's not a difference. That's just a cute little thing that they've got. Yeah, just a quirk, really, is the the, the only one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, so that's... uh, that's basically my first day being the CEO of the National Worldwide Rugby League. That That's a pretty good day. Yeah. Did you like all of my suggestions? Yeah. Were there any you didn't like? Um, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm open to all of those. Yeah. I think you've got a lot of great ideas there. Yeah. I might see if I can get someone with a different set of ears to come in and ask you a, a, a question. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I'm willing to not listen to anyone that comes in and asks me questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, give me a sec. I'll go open the door and yell at someone. Okay, excellent. Let, so let me just finish my spiel here and, and say that I feel as though everything I've done would set up rugby league going forward. Uh, and I like to use terms like going forward because now I'm in the corporate sector running the NRL. I think that uh, there's a lot there that would set up uh, a lot of future expansion beyond Australia as well. So that would be fantastic. Um, so, yeah, I'm very happy with that. All right. Well, I've got someone here. Yes. All right. I may have disrupted her a little bit. Oh, yep. Did you ever? Well, wow, what were you doing? To, yeah, I was just listening to the starting block. Oh, what a great, excellent! What a great podcast that is. It's really, like really good. The toddler it? strategies. Yeah. That they had Brilliant. with the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was pretty cool. How you going? I'm going pretty good. How are you? Oh yeah. Well, I was all right until I got interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, did Andrew tell you? Tell me what. I'm the new NRL CEO. Holy shit, that'd be yeah. great. Yeah, it's pretty good. The pay packet's really good. I just gave myself a raise. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so, so Andrew, what does our guest need to ask me? What does our guest need to ask me? Oh, you want to speak to Andrew? I thought no, Andrew was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah, got to yeah. ask him. He's oh, the boss. Oh, okay. You're the boss, are you? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, um... Well, if, now that you're the boss, yes. I just want to say a few things, actually. As a as a dedicated rugby league fan for many, many years, yes. I think that there should be more meet and greets. Meet you know, and greets? I, meet and greets for the fans, yeah. I, okay. I literally have lived in Melbourne for the last 10 years. Yes. And it's only just now, just now, this year, in two weeks' yeah. time, with a game against the Storm, the yeah. Cronulla Sharks are going to have a meet and greet. Okay. And, yeah, I, I think... Geez, after all this time, we're finally getting one. Us fans have been rallying for so long, mm-hmm. and um, it's an opportunity to meet the the players of the game. I think. Where's I think the all best clubs... place for a meet and greet then? Say in the lead up. Say. Yeah. Say in the lead up, three days out from yeah. the game. Where's yeah. the best place for an say somebody like yourself who's a a Sharks fan down in Melbourne? Where is the best place for you to go and meet the Sharks? Oh look. Um... Oh, geez, where? I mean, in this situation, they're, they're meeting at a hotel very close really? to Amy Park, actually. It's oh, right. a hotel. Um, but if if I had my way, I'd pro- probably have it right at the actual ground, get get, get 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 the fans pumped in before they go. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, 
in this situation, it's going to be at a hotel. It's yeah. a few hours before the game. Um, you know, it probably might have been better maybe a day or two before it or mm. – but in this situation, I think they're just pumped with time. I think because the guys are flying in, let's get them to meet the fans now. But, yeah, I think maybe a day or two before it, um, maybe even after it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a great idea, actually. Oh, I'll definitely thanks. put that in place. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm always up for promoting the game and making people feel like that they are part of the game. Oh, hugs all round. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. See, I'm a great CEO. Like Getting 10 points for me already. Well done. Yeah, I'm the CEO of the people. Oh, the CEO of the people. I like yeah. it already. Yeah, yeah, see, I mean, I feel as though I'm above the people, obviously, but, <laughs> you know, I am for the people. <laughs> um. But I still have a list. I have a list oh, of all things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I what can else? Put more in if you like. I know you're strapped for time there. Um, activities for kids. I mean, it's like um, you know the guys from from the starting block. They they want to take their kids to the cinema. You know, what about you know going to the games? Kids literally are part of the culture of the game. They, yep. you know, we're we're starting the future for them. Um, at Shark Park, for example, I have to use them as an example because I love my sharks. Um, mm-hmm. They've got activities there, not just your, your, on TV you see the jumping castle in the family hill, but mm-hmm. they've got like face painting activities for kids. I'm pretty sure they've got ball activities, um, just just activities for, for parents that want to bring their kids in for the game. Um, I think that should be at every venue. I know it's a little bit difficult with space, but yeah. you as CEO, you'd probably have some ideas there. Well, as the CEO, and I just come up with this myself, yeah. I believe the children are our future. You sound Teach like Michael Jackson. Well <laughs> and let them lead the way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I like that idea. I think yeah. that uh, I would have any kid under the age of five gets in for free. That's the first thing. That's, that's already happening, actually, because I'm going to the game with my daughter, the one yeah. that told you her thoughts on Eden Park the other day. <laughs> yes. Um, she thought it was good. Oh, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, um, tickets are still um, free for kids under the age of five, and and yeah. I think I think that's great. Like as long as they yeah. sit. Like I, I emailed um, the stadium at Amy Park just to make sure that I wasn't going to go in and be there with a nasty surprise because I wasn't mm-hmm. sure. And they said as long as your child sits on your lap and not occupies seat, then um, they're free. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty good. I would give them a seat though. I think it. Oh, yeah, I was just about to say, I'd prefer it if you give a seat, especially yeah. for places like the Gold Coast Titans venues where they really need to make up seats. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like children under five, I'm pretty yeah. sure they're still fast as humans. So, I think like, so yeah, too. give them a seat. Yeah, I what agree. the hell? I agree, right. I agree, yeah. I would also put on, I would have at the concession stands, I would yeah. have uh, – little kids earmuffs that you can put on their ears so the crowd doesn't scare them if it gets too loud and i'll sell them <laughs> for like five bucks or something really cheap that's a great idea especially the yeah. profanity that i've heard at some of the, the games especially the ones down here um yeah <laughs> i think i think yeah i i would i would be up for that that would be a great idea to fork out the extra bickies for something like that and um yeah yeah any yeah. any other things you'd like to bring forth into the game. Oh, I'm pretty sure you guys have already discussed that on your podcast already, but they're the two main ones that I can think of. Okay, because, oh, you know, one of the things I'm doing, I'm women's rugby league run oh, all gosh. by women. It's all women. It's just women everywhere. I don't want any men being employed by the WNRL. I give them the money and I walk away, like you do in any relationship, really. It's like yeah. they control the money. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Oh, look, that, that would be great. That would mm. be really good to have that focus on women, especially um, our state of origin um, yep. and, and developing women too in the game. Like I think mm. it's fantastic to see um, them get, get a, you know opportunity, um, have their own shows on, on, on the Fox League channel, on Foxtel. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I definitely agree. I, I love watching the, the ladies play rugby league. I even tried to do it myself at one stage. but oh, did you? It. Yeah, I did actually. I, I was... Um, where was I? I was. I live in Melbourne, and mm. the local competition is in one of the not so great suburbs of Melbourne. I won't say where oh, it geez. is, but no, um, God, say where it where, is. Oh, I'm sure. Where, do you know where Eddie Maguire is from? Do you know where he is? You know where he's is, from? Does it just sort of mentions Col- it on his Col- Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Store? Yeah. 
Collingwood. He does support Collingwood, but he's actually from Broadmeadows. Broad- oh, sure so, heard hang of on a Broadmeadows. second. So you think Broadmeadows is shit, dear? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, wow. Wow. Have you been there? Have you stayed overnight there? Nah. No, look, <laughs> my thoughts on all of Melbourne is that all of Melbourne shit, so <laughs> I'm just saying. Just, you you know. do have some dedicated podcast viewers and listeners that are dedicated and are from Melbourne, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, I mean, look, if you think what I say about Melbourne's bad, just you, you know what I say about England if you hear the podcast enough. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Huddersfield. Yeah. yeah. Well, Huddersfield to me was the end of what the end of the world would feel like. Like if the end of the world had one last train station and you got off there, that's Huddersfield. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, it's like yeah. Chernobyl. Well, I'd, I think Chernobyl's probably more lively, quite honestly. A bit more bright lights, a bit more entertainment. Exactly. Oh, dear. Yeah. No, at least you know why there's three-headed people running around in Chernobyl. It's like, yeah, Huddersfield, and you're like, what the fuck? Or two-headed Queenslanders. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As exactly. Paul Gowan said. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. I better stop there because I'm actually from Queensland, so um, I'm not part of that. But <laughs> Sorry to hear that. <laughs> oh, thanks. Oh, anyway. But, um, yeah, I think I think it would be great to have a um, focus on Australian – well, women's rugby league i think yeah. i think it'll be great to focus on 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 more money for them so we can see more games um free to air tv um foxtel um oh yeah would you would if you were the ceo <laughs> you are the ceo would yeah. you make state of origin not be on channel nine so we won't have to listen to some of that commentary well see here's the thing i i'm kicking off origin yeah. at seven thirty on a sunday because i've got Perfect. three rep rounds and if Channel 9 doesn't like it, I'm just yep. going to call up Kerry Stokes at Channel 7 and say, hey, Keza, which up <laughs> to you, son? And, it, you know, we'll get it. Yeah. We'll get it. Yeah. Eventually, we'll move away from Channel 9. I have oh, to. That'd be nice. So, that'd be nice. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I just sometimes, um, you know, there, there were times where I just wanted to turn it off so I wouldn't have to yeah. listen to the commentary and put Roy and HG on or something or, or just listen to nothing at all and just watch it without listening to the commentary. Well, you know where they lost me finally is where? when – State of Origin 1 finished, right? And I yeah. saw all of the post-game stuff and I'm sitting down and it says lethal weapons coming up. And I like my yearly lethal <laughs> weapon, you, you know. Yeah. So I sit down and it's the fucking lethal weapon TV show. And you I'm like, thought it was the Mel Gibson movie, didn't you? I was you ready. Was I was ready yeah. to see what Martin Riggs and him, like putting his shoulders in and out and all that stuff. And the girl and scene. When, yeah, and exactly. And when... <laughs> When the TV show come on, I thought, I'm too old for this shit. I'm out. <laughs> so I was out on Channel 9 completely at that point. Well, yeah. Yeah, that was Channel the final straw. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, no, no Logie nomination for Channel 9. <laughs> exactly. The Logies, yeah. that, that's it for them. Their yeah. coverage is terrible as far as I'm concerned, and it has nothing to do with their rugby league coverage. It's all to do with no lethal weapon. I was disgusted. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm every right to be. You expected... Well, entertainment and you didn't get it so i was going to start a go fund me hey go but fund then, me yeah <laughs> but get what I you thought, want <laughs> you know, maybe maybe it's not the right time for that <laughs> well people are donating to well we're donating to silly little causes that we all know about and yeah yeah uh, oh, i need money for my legal fund oh, oh, i'm a millionaire please give me more free money yeah <laughs> yeah so, yeah Excellent. Well, I, I, I like your ideas and I would take all of them forward, definitely. You like them? Oh, that's great. I'm really yeah. happy to hear that because, um, you know, there's always complaints every time the, um, you know, the rugby's on. So, <laughs> what about referees? Yeah. Have you guys discussed referees in this segment or not? Uh, we, I got rid of the seven tackle rule when they <laughs> kick out over the, their yeah. ball line because I hate yeah. that. But yeah, other yeah. than that, I, I guess the other thing is I would sack Ashley Klein straight away. <laughs> You'd sack Ashley Klein. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's not he's not very generous for Penrith games, is he? Or he's just shit. Shit in general. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, I would sack about, him. About... Have you ever seen the movie Freddie Got Fingered? Um, I know Tom Green's in it, but I have not actually watched okay. it. Is it is it just as fantastic as Drop Dead Fred? It's it's way better. It's way better um, than Drop Dead Fred. It's a think piece. It's okay. a it's very highbrow. Um, but there's a part in it where he takes a uh, cordless phone on a date, and he tries to impress a girl by pretending that he's in a, a business call, and. <laughs> He's eating, he's eating a sandwich and he's he's pretending that he's um 
he's he's on a call to a business that he doesn't have anything to do with and he tells someone they're fired and he's spitting out money he's spitting out food and he's going you're fucking fired you're fired <laughs> and and everyone's watching him in the restaurant so that's how i would sack ashley klein yeah so, you're gone yeah. terminated yeah. terminated what you should definitely do yeah. is sit down with Andrew and hire yeah. the movie Freddy Got Fingered. It's really good. Um, Wait for a blockbuster video. <laughs> yeah, blockbuster will have it. I'm sure that it's on whatever <laughs> streaming services you have there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Freddy Got Fingered. I recommend that highly. Okay. Another movie to add to my very high list of movies to watch. Yeah, yeah it's a good one. <laughs> I'm, in, a I'm in the process of watching Chernobyl, the TV series. So I guess, I guess the um, Ashley Klein firing would be a bit like that <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right um but yeah that's they're, they're the main things i mean i, I was going to ask you um about um the scrum like have you got are you going to bring back the the scrum like like the 80 style scrums or no no, I, no i'm i'm gonna I, I i haven't got any plans for the scrum at all i'm pretty happy with where it's at they just sort of yeah. stand there hug each other and just get the ball out of there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, um, you know, it's, we've got to have love in rugby league, and I guess that's a chance for everyone to just have a hug, big group hug. Aww. There was we did we did talk about in a previous episode replacing the scrums with a game of duck duck goose. <laughs> duck duck goose. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, I I'm don't. I'm surprised know. they haven't banned that one from schools. You know, they're banning mobile phones, not duck duck goose. <laughs> yeah. It'll be discriminatory against the geese or something eventually. You oh, watch. the poor goose. The poor yeah. goose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. So, um, yeah, they're the things that I, I would bring to the CEO's attention. I, I think I think fans of the game, people are losing interest um, because of things that I've mentioned, you know, I'm not able to go to games. Yeah. Do you reckon that as a CEO I'm pretty good at, like, community consultation? Well, community consultation is very important. I know that some of the players of the game are trying to create a positive perspective on the game, like Chad Townsend, for example, trying to go behind the scenes of what a game looks is like and um, and keep a positive image. And I think I think if there was something like that, like a positive communication to fans of the game, uh, tweets and um, videos going out to games and, and actually meeting the fans yourself and, and um, having that community interaction would be nice mm. rather than just sit in, in, in our real headquarters and just do everything via the internet. And, um, yeah, is that something you've discussed as well? Not really, but it yeah. sounds good. I mean, obviously, yeah. if I met fans, there it would have yeah. to be behind a sheet of thickened glass. I think so. Yeah, you'll get it. some very disgruntled <laughs> fans, especially exactly. – especially, um, angry ones down here maybe <laughs> i don't know yeah um but yeah you, you'd have to um have it in a way that maybe maybe i don't know maybe the meet and greet like i mentioned the meet and greet where you, where the sharks are actually going to come and meet the fans and it's for mm-hmm. a few hours before the game and it's an opportunity to have photos and ask questions and get things signed so like mm-hmm. okay you as a ceo going to those things it's an opportunity i don't know like yes yeah, maybe in your own time kind of um you know, say I'm going to be the, here at one at one of the games, and and if people want to ask questions, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm just glad that the sharks meet and greets have moved on from when they did that one over in New Zealand. Hey. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was Stacey Jones there? <laughs> no. oh, um, but you know, yeah. you know, one of the things that I just thought of then when you yeah. were, you were saying about um, yeah. players and doing stuff. I would yeah. sack Matt Lodge immediately. I w- yes, yes. I do not condone. I, I, I do not appreciate violence in the game. I think it's terrible. I mean, especially with what's happening with Jack DeBellin, um, mm-hmm. Matthew Lodge that you just mentioned. I personally think that these terrible players with bad images that are not, you know, showing to be good role models of the game should just get out and do something else. You know, bugger yeah. off. I've yeah. had enough of that because. Especially down here in Melbourne, like you pick up the local newspapers or go online to see what's happening in your local city, and any time rugby league's mentioned down here, it's always negative and it's always about something like those two people. Like mm-hmm. it just annoys me, and and they're trying to rubbish it and just things like that just mm-hmm. add, add more issues to the game because the AFL seems to think that there's some sort of um, you know war between the two. So yeah, yeah, sack those two. 
It's interesting that the AFL types have any time to see what's going yeah. on in rugby league in between getting meth hits. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stephen Danks. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, get rid of the um, troublemakers of the game. Anyone that's, um, you know, got convictions, just bugger off. You know, don't need to have that image in the game. Kids are watching the game. Kids, kids are thinking it's all right to to hit and do things, and mm. yeah, get rid of them. I agree. Excellent. Well, that's fantastic. I'll yeah. do that. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for your help. Very welcome, <laughs> sir. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, what else can I – yeah, that's it. That's my list for you today. You've already added a few extra things to it there that any any dedicated fan would think about, you know, family yep. orientation, community you know, orientation. The stuff you added was very, yeah. very smart and should be in place already, and it's way, way less controversial than the other stuff that I've already <laughs> written off and, and, and said that I was going to do. Yeah. So it's been a good – it's a good way to, like, just round out the podcast. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's I'm, fantastic. I'm on a podcast. I'm so excited. I'm on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Alrighty. Okay, well, thank you, Would you for like your time. Would you like to talk to um, someone else now? Cause yeah, I'll, I'll say He was, I'll he say was just listening to the starting block, I think, was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll listen to that over this rubbish any day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All righty. Well, would love to come and chat another time, so, yeah. Yeah, for sure. All Whatever right. No worries. I'll see you guys later. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. All right, well, that's the start of the show, then. Yeah, well, look. I'm, I'm sorry to bring the tone back down again. She come up with some really smart ideas. She I'm come not up surprised. Well thought out ideas. We can never have her back on again. It just makes everyone realise what we've done in the first half an hour of this show. <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, She's just put the bar in a place that we've never thought was possible. I didn't even know that you could we actually didn't know you come could up see with that ideas high. like that. We didn't like, know you could see that high. Well, I, yeah. yeah. Oh, going, man. Man. Here right. we are. I'm almost wondering whether you're the right person to be CEO of the game now. I know. Same here. I'm like, all of a sudden, I just don't know if I should really do anything or just, you know, ask her, like, what do you reckon I should be doing? Because she came up with some great ideas. So I was, I, I decided I would implement everything that she came up with. That That's smart. Mm. I thought so, too. You, you've got to give the people what they want. Yeah, especially that person. Yeah, yeah. Got to keep him happy. Exactly. <laughs> well, this has been a really fun episode. I've really enjoyed this, hey? Absolutely. We've, um, we're have we also uh, tweeting live during the episode then, too. Oh. Yeah, so... I, uh, I haven't seen any of that. Hey, my phone was behind me, and I could hear it going off. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, uh, I'll just say, there was a, a tweet by Nadine. She says, Ooh, we're interactive now. Really? There wow. There we go. That's, that's just a carrot for you to check out. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'd um, love to see what people have said about me. It'll be Richard interesting. Cranium, Richard Cranium also said about you having authority. He says, authority? Ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's listened long enough. He knows. <laughs> that was very, very good. It was, yeah. was there any other crazy oddball ideas you'd have in, in mind as well for the long-term future? Oh, for the long-term well, future. Where would you like to see rugby league, I guess, in, say, 2050? 2050, I want there to be two conferences, one in the Northern Hemisphere, one in the Southern Hemisphere, and we basically play one game against each team. And we, yeah, that's that's where I'd be going with that. Um, so that would be my long-term aim. Obviously, uh, tapping into the, my World Club Challenge idea, which you can hear in the International Rugby League episode, uh, that will be that's in the first episode that we have did of Fergo and the Freak, and yeah. yeah, pretty much. I think that's that's where I'm at right now. I can't really think of anything else off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy with all of that. Alrighty, and uh, what on earth happens if the rugby league community says? Actually, we're not going to sack this bloke. We like him. I, I just got to ask, what would be the starting price that you would accept to continue doing this job longer than one day? There are not enough zeros in the world, but 
I would do this job for, hmm, let me think. Well, so, well, look, I think you've got to keep the players on side to a certain extent. So say, let's just say the highest paid player is, let's just ballpark it and say 1.5 million is what the highest earned player earns. Crikey, so, so, so Gutherson and Moses will have to take a pay cut. Yeah, because I want 10. I want nothing short of 10. I want the same money that a club gets right now. Fair enough. Yeah, I think so too. Look at what I've brought in in one day. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I want 10. I, I think that's acceptable. I also want a company car. Company car. Yeah. You yeah. do realise that you would actually be excessively more handsomely paid than the Prime Minister. Should that be a job we'd hand to you as well? Well, one thing at a time. I mean, maybe <laughs> day two or three, you know. I just wanted to we see could... what your career aspirations were, whether you thought NRL was enough or whether you needed to go in another direction and, like, run a country. A smaller a smaller direction, obviously. Uh, look, I feel, like, to... I feel like the sort of... I'd need to run a smaller country because I'd need somewhere that I could, like... You know, it's smaller for geographically, anyways. The first thing I would do is I would finish building that wall that the Romans were building across Scotland. I've got a bad feeling. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll let you down that garden path and then realize I didn't want anyone to open that garden gate. Yeah, it's it's probably (laughs) a bad idea. It's probably a bad idea. Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, that's been a phenomenal episode. Um, any uh, any shout-outs stuff you want to do, mate? Or uh... I want to give a shout-out to the starting block. As you I do. Love yous. I love you a lot. Um, what else? What else can we give a shout-out to? Uh, there's one of my followers I want to give a shout-out to. I don't even know if they follow the podcast. Um, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Um, I'll get there. The Magic Man. The Magic Man. Oh, yeah. I know of him, yes. M Magic Man on Twitter. Uh, yeah. I wanted to give a shout-out to him. Um, shout-out to Ben Darwin once again. He, he did a tweet this morning where he said, what do you call people that you don't remember the names of them? Mate. You, like, instead of mate, yeah. He oh, said, instead of mate. Any... Yeah, well, he was like, have you got anything else instead of mate? And I, I sent a tweet out saying that um, I don't have that problem because I remember everyone's name. Yeah, I don't. So I just call everyone. I suppose if I see someone who I've never seen before, I have seen before, but I've forgotten their name, mm-hmm. I usually just call them, hey, how you going? I sometimes call people Brother Vance, and Brother anybody Vance. that plays Destiny 2 knows what I'm talking about. I, I sort of um, half assedly try and coax them into telling me their name while actually yeah. not trying to give away that I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I You know what? I. Uh, There's no easy point, way to do that, though. To a point, I'm antisocial, so I don't really care what people's names are, to be honest. It's like, yeah, whatever. Well, to be honest, we're now famous as well, so it's up to it's up to other people to remind us who they are. Yeah. Well, <laughs> at some point, and I think it was probably about podcast four or five, uh, everyone's just become a peripheral to my life because, like, you know, I mean, we're the important ones here. That's obvious. That is, that is, I don't know if we've stressed that enough already. Yeah. I I feel like if this podcast will eventually like morph into um, talking about how good we are just through the whole thing and then doing a, like a rugby league shout out at the end. Yeah. I mean, that, that's pretty good of us considering, I mean, you're practically omnipotent, uh, uh, omni- <laughs> omnipotent. <laughs> I'm just leaving that there. <laughs> because I, I could then um, bow down to you because you'd be like a deity. All right. Um, of With unlimited power. Oh, cool. That'd be and really cool. With any I'd luck, like... then you will then be controlling hell later on. Yeah. And I'll be down there with you. I'll still be able to continue this podcast from the depths of hell. Yeah, that'd be awesome. At least it'll be warm down there. And uh, it'll be great, fantastic. You, me, it, Izzy, all sitting around talking about the good old days. And it just mean that um, people would then have this podcast for eternity. Yeah, 
Imagine that. Maybe that is hell. You listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that and you watch Rugby Union. <laughs> yeah. Tough mix. All righty. Um, we'll take my poor grasp of the English language mm-hmm. and your magnificence as a CEO. Mm-hmm. And we'll get, we'll both get you to, we'll both get to work and, um, we'll sign off for another magnificent episode of Fergo and the Freak. That's been great. I love being the CEO. Um, I'm just wondering, where is that kid with my latte? Anyway. Some, sometimes they, they fall over if they don't get fed properly. Yeah. Bastards. I'm not saying you're supposed to feed them, but sometimes that happens, you know. Yeah. They, they should be old enough to know how to feed themselves by now. That's true. But just Maybe. Remind, hang on, I just got to send a message to uh, my secretary. She's out the door. Yeah, Sheila. Yeah, I'm ready for my uh, my one o'clock. Yeah. Oh, S- send them all in. Send them all in. Okay. Yep. So they're about to come in. Um. So I've got to uh, run. Alrighty, mate. Well, we'll uh, catch us all later. Goodbye.